1: You're getting ready to go out. You want to get in the mood. There's a playlist for that. You move to the beat. You trip over the dog. You're not dancing anymore. You open the Medibank app and find a physio. We live in an on-demand world. And now your health insurance comes on demand too. Download the new Medibank app today.
2: For SEN America, this is the SEN NFL Podcast.
0: Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway, sitting in a very full room today. My co-host, James Arthur and Chris Bryan. How are you guys?
1: day, good, Richie. Good, mate. How are you boys?
0: Good. Now, just quietly.
1: Oh, it's in. It's on.
0: It's, it's on. Yep. The old producer, Chris Tyler's rolled in here, looking all suave. Hang on, I'll turn your microphone up so you can talk. Oh yeah, mate. you, mate. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, you, go. you haven't learned yet. <laughs> I'm I thought the
1: hang of I taught it. you. Chrisy stuffs up every week. The he always weeks. stuffs up, Chris. He, he does just, it all the time. He's not even he good at it. He faded it up. Look, didn't even did look to yeah, see if it was snitch. on or not. I know. Don't know what was going on,
0: mate. You got no idea. I don't know how you've struggled. I don't know how you haven't struggled. Come, come back. I come have back. struggled.
1: Me and Chris have decided. You don't listen. Just We'll get rid of Richie. We don't care. That's fine. Jesus, that's fine.
0: I've been knifed already. That's what happens. You invite me back. This is what's going to happen. I haven't been
2: invited back for a month. This is unbelievable If you actually listened, you
0: would have heard us bagging you for the last oh, month, busy. and you might have come in. I've been
2: working mornings. How have you been, mate? No, I've been, been good. Well? I've been good. I've been well.
0: We uh, have missed you. Just chilling, missing you guys, but it's yeah. good to be back. Yeah? It's good to be back. It's good to see you guys again. Chris, glad you did. you and Chris didn't n- Chris think you existed. Well. He thought you were well, made he up. He thought we made you up, yeah. and we <laughs> were just <laughs> telling
1: everyone here that we knew you to get in.
0: Well, yeah. that's <laughs> kind of... The well, whole, we do, but yeah, you're just, a real person too. I am. You're just the slot card that. to get in Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> we're
1: just glad you came back because they were about to move us back into the little box room and there's no <laughs> way the three of us would fit. No. Not even the two of you could fit in there. I, I couldn't fit behind the desk. Now, yes, that's a JA problem, all right, but it blew me alone. <laughs>
2: No, uh, but it's
0: th- good to be back, boys. So, thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me again because I haven't had the invite for a while. so... We invite you every week on the yeah, show. You don't. It's yes, do. all right. We do. You always do. I'm welcome. just at home doing nothing. You missed
1: our 50th episode. Why to be
0: friends one. with someone. No one wants to be friends with me. Just at home, just chilling. Right, this sounds like a sub story. I'm absolute yeah, to you know, sob know. story. into some yeah, Your mic's going off now. I think, okay, I I think now. there's some St. Kilda ones in the corner there. I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> they're doing there, but. Oh, they are. They cry all over St. Kilda. Thanks for coming in, Chris. I'm turning your microphone off so we can get on with your show. Today, we're going to get over the newsroom. Uh, we've got an interview with Paul Monera of Gridiron Australia for an upcoming tour of Tahiti with the Australian Men's National Team, uh, which our co-host James Arthur's heading over. Which should be good. Uh, we'll also then finish off the show with our top ten. We're doing quarterbacks this week. It is our 53rd episode, and we're going to start by getting over the newsroom.
3: It's time go to go into the newsroom on the Sen NFL Podcast.
0: School teacher stand pressure. over your shoulder while you make mistakes.
1: You look, pressure. Richie. I was Charming joking. Nuts. We're not going to kick you off the show. It was just a big joke. Chris wasn't even in on it. Look, look
2: at <laughs> you. Surprised me how quickly you th- you threw hey, him under the bus. I know where my bread's buttered, and it's Mate, not Richard Garraway in this place. All right, it's Chris Tyler. Gosh, I'm not going to war with you. <laughs> no,
0: he'll, he'll, he'll send you out front man, straight man, away.
2: The quarterback under center of him, he'd be like, "Don't hit me. Go and get him." <laughs> no, I, I care about winning too
1: much. That's my only problem.
0: <laughs> Franchise tag deadline in the NFL is tomorrow. Who will get a new deal and who will play under the tag? There are seven players right now who are franchise tags and don't have a long-term deal. The talk is that only two
1: Can we start from the bottom and have work a real up?
0: chance. We will work our way up. So these are the players we expect will play on the franchise tag. So cornerback uh, Tremaine Johnson from the Rams, safety Eric Berry of Kansas City. Wide receiver, Alshon Jeffrey, Chicago Bears. Defensive end, Muhammad Wilkerson of the New York Jets. And quarterback, Kirk Cousins of Washington. They're all the guys who are expected to play under the tag. Now, the only one that's really happy about it is Kirk Cousins and the Redskins. They seem to be prepared
1: Tremaine to bet on himself. Tremaine Johnson's pretty happy as well because he's a guy who earned about uh, $700,000 last year. So I think that you know almost $14 million is probably a big upgrade for him. I haven't heard much out of Eric Berry. I don't think with his health problems he's had in the last few years, we all you know he had cancer. Now he's in remission and all that kind of stuff, and he did play last year and played very well at that. I don't think – I think they'll give him one more year, then get an extended contract. Olsen Jeffrey is the one that I'm, I'll be interested in seeing. I think he'll get a deal. I just have a feeling. There's, there's no reports on it. It's just I'm getting this feeling that he's really unhappy, and if they want to lock him down, which they can't afford to let him go. He is their best offensive player. I think they'll try and get a deal done. I said it's going to have to be tight, but that I wouldn't. That would be the only one I wouldn't be surprised. Kirk Cousins is just count, counting his dollars because he's not going to get anything more than that. Muhammad Wilkerson's really unhappy and he'll leave the Jets at the end of the season if they don't tag him again. But he's not going to get a long-term deal.
0: Yeah, it's, it's an interesting that one. I think they've kind of already. Got his replacement ready to go. Well, um, yeah. And they've been drafted. I mean, they send a draftee I, lineman every year.
1: But this is the dumb thing. When you hit on a guy like Muhammad Wilkerson, you know, who's a top five defensive lineman in the NFL, you don't let them go. It's so dumb. So, that yeah. I, 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 look, I would get a long-term deal done because Leonard Williams has played one season. Snacks Harrison left to the Giants. So, they've got the three guys that they need to run that 3-4 now with Sheldon Richardson. Who's had problems with drugs and driving under the influence and suspended for a game this year because of that. Um, so you've only got the three of them, and if something happens to Richardson, he's suspended for a season. What well, Leonard Williams can be your only D lineman who has had one good rookie season. It can easily fall
2: apart. I think, yeah, I think Mo Wilkinson. I think it'll get done. You know, I'd, you know, I'd, they wouldn't let someone like him go. Like he said, once they've got someone like that you just hang on to it with yeah. with all you can. So yeah, exactly. I, he'll, I think he'll get done. Looking at Kirk Cousins, I think, you know, after the year he had last year, um, and their you know, wide receiver stocks, obviously drafting someone again, you know, you'd take nearly $20 million, which, you know, per year salary is right up there with the, with the elite. So, you know, they're probably looking at him saying, all right, let's see what you can do, see if you can back up what you did last year. And, and then like, get a deal And done. then get the deal done. He seems confident enough that.
0: to bet on himself.
1: Well, I think for, you
2: have to, yeah. For twenty million dollars, I would be too. Even if you, even if he
1: sucks this year and then goes somewhere else next year to be a backup for three million dollars,
2: he,
1: he should never have to worry about money again. He just got twenty million dollars guaranteed money. Like this is, uh, that, and that's the thing. Like th- party at Kirk's house. Yeah, I imagine. I, I reckon he'd have crap parties. He'd be so boring. <laughs> he'd be the guy that'd be like, "Oh, come on, guys, let's calm down and be mature about this." See, I don't like
2: him. For twenty mil, you, you would just buy some fun, wouldn't you? Like <laughs> you, would, you would buy someone just to come in and it. say, "Make me cool, and let's have a cool party." <laughs> <laughs> you love like, it. Nine mil, Jesus, the, the, so much money. The
0: last two we haven't talked about: um, linebacker Von Miller. We've had him in every report um, or every newsroom for the last three weeks, uh, and kicker Justin Tucker at the Baltimore Ravens. I'll touch on each one. First off, the reports are now that Von Miller, there's $70 million in guarantees in the current offer, um, plus whatever the rest of the contract will be worth. Now, kicker Justin Tucker, who's arguably the best in the league.
1: Big, biggest leg, certainly. Yep.
0: His agent has basically come out and said he will not play uh, next year if he does not get a long-term deal by Friday. Basically, he'll play under the tag, and then he's out of there. For a kicker, Chris, I don't know about you, but I'd just tag him again. It's not going to cost you that much.
2: Yeah, I remember you know, Conor Barth, I think, got tagged two years in a row. And I mean, what'd he do? He'd just go and kick the ball and put it through the sticks every time. Yeah. And what's he What's he fighting over? Like, Yeah, he's got some... They
1: all want these long-term deals in case he gets injured. I'm sorry, but the kicker's not getting injured.
0: And He's getting five... He, like, it's million? like punters have
1: got more chance of being injured because on a return, they might have to tackle someone. A kicker will never have to tackle anyone. No,
0: the
2: only way a uh, kicker would get... You know, on a kickoff, maybe? No, his kicks stream. are big enough. Yeah, he, he, doesn't he have should returns. never right. be
1: no one should ever unless it's a blocked kick and someone hits him but chances of him getting hurt i yeah i don't get it i just i just a- sign the, sign the tender and, and play
2: you're a kicker come on just, <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> coming from a former <laughs> nfl kicker. that's what i like that's why I, ne- I had never had a problem with signing those three contracts you know yeah. i just signed them real quick so <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're a kicker just sign the contract yeah take your three or four or five mil that they're offering you yeah, and so, what's your gut feeling on on Von Miller? Do you think he's he's going to sign? Yeah, I think it'll get done. I think it's going to get it, done too. It'll get done last minute, like you said. We said, I think we said last week. Everyone wants their cut. You know, his Aiden's not going to let yeah. slip no. his cut of seventy mil guaranteed. So you go to
0: his house with the seventy million in cash in a suitcase. That's, so let's get this done.
2: So his
1: Asian would get ten percent of that.
0: Well, take I'll take him with. 60, whatever it works out
1: to him. I think it's crazy. His agent is going to get $7 million. That's ridiculous. But yeah, he's a very good player, and he just won him a Super Bowl. Like, Joe Flacco got tons of money, and he's not even that good because he won him a Super Bowl. It'll get
0: done. I really think it'll get done. Yeah.
1: Interesting to see. Yep.
0: Um, On. during the week, the 2016 NFL Supplementary Draft was on. I'm sure you were both glued to your television sets for that one. I was not. As um, it's because it's not aired. Only seven players are eligible for it, and as expected, nobody was signed. Uh, two were signed post-draft. Aaron Wilson of the Houston Chronicle reported that Texans had signed uh, defensive lineman Reza. Do you Rezaan, I Got that right? Reza. Howard. Howard? Uh, and... Uh, the Bengals signed wide receiver Rashawn Simeon. Sorry, who,
1: who did the who did they sign? Whatever I said it wrong. Right. No, who, from Calgary. What Canada. team signed him? The
0: Bengals.
2: <laughs> you happy?
0: We need to get. You happy now? We need to get a
2: little the clip. Of every time the you say bangles. that, we press that and their song comes on. The Bengals. Mate, I'll tee it up because I say it wrong
0: every single time. <laughs> um, the other reason I put this in there: the sub draft. Is it really needed anymore? No, it's
1: the most ridiculous thing in the so world. Who's
0: going to give up a fifth round pick next year to pick up one of these guys?
1: Yeah, and you can just sign them; they're free agents.
0: Uh, technically they're not until go. Which is why they, through, so is why they explain, have.
1: It. Do you know what this? I don't even know what the supplemental draft is.
0: It's for people who become late eligible, which I know sounds really weird, but yeah, you might be. Um, you were going to school and you were dismissed, or something weird happened. Uh, you've come out of Canada and assorted other weird situations.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, look, it's, it's not needed.
0: It's the third year in a row. There's no not need, it's not needed. It's not
1: needed, but I'm sure there's a reason they've got it. It's it's more of just a it's a it's a way for these guys to enter the system. I think the
0: price is too high, fifth round pick for next year. Make it a
1: seventh round and these guys probably get picked up.
0: There's a chance.
1: Yeah, I think that's what you do. Or make it no penalty. Just everyone gets a pick in order in the in the supplemental draft.
2: Or just make those guys that would be in the sub draft just in the normal draft, make them eligible to be a free agent. Yeah, take those seven guys and go. You're you're in the you're in the you're in the NFL draft.
1: If you don't go, you're a free agent. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's it seems like a simple solution. I mean, who but... was
2: the last one, Terrell Pryor. That was yeah. yeah. Terrell Pryor was like, one. Three, yeah. four and you know back, what? So...
1: And wasn't the dumbest thing by the Raiders to give up a fifth round pick for him because he ended up being he started a season for them. Yeah. So it that, wasn't a bad thing. pick.
0: That's the thing. That's what it's there for. But those situations in the now so are now coming comes what, what so happened to him? He was between. kicked out
1: of school for, for weed,
0: yes? No, no, no. He uh, he got suspended and he was going to miss four games. And okay. he was going to be coming back for his senior season. So he could have declared, but the draft and all that had oh, already been. Oh, and
1: then he got suspended and then he went, well, I'm going to the NFL. So I'm going go to go the NFL. Oh, okay. So it's guys who declare themselves late, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah, cool. Okay. Look, it, it, I'm sure there's a reason for it, but... It's probably not needed. So they Declare themselves
2: late because they've stuffed up. Well, maybe they just have to wait. Yeah, either
1: either wait till next year or, yeah, go go play in Canada. I'm sure that's what Rashawn Simonis has been doing in Calgary. So
0: tearing it up apparently.
1: Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> either
0: way, uh, <laughs> Ian Rappaport of NFL.com reports that the New Orleans are the favorite to sign free agent wide receiver Anquan Bolden. I still can't believe the 49ers haven't brought him back. Their receiver core is just. Awful. There is nobody there. If you can tell me who their starters are, you get a gold prize. But
1: Tori Smith. It looks like Tory Smith and Bruce Allington. All right. Starmy bitch.
0: You get a prize. <laughs> um, but it looks like he's headed off to uh, to New Orleans.
1: Uh, yeah, look, there's a reason the 49ers aren't re signing him. He's too old. There's, there's a reason Terrell Owens isn't being signed by anyone.
0: No, nah, but he had a bad attitude.
1: But Terrell Owens, are you telling me Terrell Owens when locker he, room cancer? When Terrell Owens was was at this age? I think Anquan Bolden's thirty six now. He was a better player than Anquan Bolden was, and he couldn't get a deal. So I'm saying there's a reason we'll they're never signed that because he's a locker room cancer. Yeah, there's there's a reason this guys not getting signed, and it's because he's too old. That's the bottom line. He, you know what? He might get signed. He might have twenty odd catches this year. It just he needs to just hang it up. He's chasing a paycheck at this point.
2: Is it is it because the 49ers don't see themselves anywhere, so yep. they're saving themselves a bit of cash? Hundred percent. He might go to somewhere, develop guys, you know, as a third like, on the depth chart. He goes to
1: New Orleans and plays in the slot. Who knows? He could have a nice that's season. But I
2: just, I mean, you're still going to have to defend him. Yeah, you know, but with, there's
1: so many guys, and he is a great blocker. In today's NFL, you can have a receiver who can block. That's really that's a it's a huge benefit. I, I just,
0: if he signs there over under 400 yards under chris mm, i'll say over over i you go over there they just throw it all I mean, the time well they've
1: lost they... marks Colson. they got... uh,
2: breeze can get it to him yeah he's big he's tall isn't he too like he's a
1: tall mm, guy, you know? six yeah he plays big he he can be a yeah. he can be a a throw it up guy the problem is the receivers are just so much bigger than corners that's the
0: he won't get the best defenders. cooks will get them
1: yeah, you put him on the outside. Put Cooks Interesting. in the slot. You never know. Yeah, 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 who knows? But there's a reason teams aren't jumping to sign him. He's 36 years old. I, I don't even know. I think he's older than that. But this is yeah. that—that's the born reason. But if he can get another contract, I'd love to see what he what he does with it. Oh, actually, before you go, Hall of Famer.
0: Oh yeah, good one. Um uh, a little bit of dead air go past while I really ever think about this.
1: Uh, I, I, I don't think he is. I think I, he's I just think, off. I think he'd struggle. Very, very good I think career. he'd struggle. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I just wanted to check.
0: And, of course, to the most unimportant news of the news item, so it's why it's last, the U.S. Second Circuit Court of Appeals denies a petition by Tom Brady and the NFL Players Association to rehear his suspension case. He now has one option left. Sorry. He has two. He can sit out his four-game suspension, or he can appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, Chris, Mm -hmm. I reckon the Supreme Court's probably got something better to do with their time.
2: Yeah, they probably do, but um, the lawyers probably see that Tom's got a bit of cash, and they charge a lot, and fight it. Why not? You know, it's I, I don't know. At this point, he always has to. Well, why wouldn't you? you and they just, don't
0: have to hear it. You got- submit to them, and they can choose whether they want to hear it or not.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I think you choose. You 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 go for it. I mean, he's either going to he's still going to miss the games if you don't. So why not? He might get him for the first four games, and he, he will won't. not play the first four games this year.
0: I got a funny feeling that'll be the, this is the, this is and this is
1: what. Every moronic Patriots fan, like Chris pretends to be, is not, me. Is not getting.
0: <laughs> no, not that Chris, the other Chris. No, no,
1: Chris, Christos, Chris pretends to be. <laughs> and this this is, it's. he's not being punished for what he did. That's not, oh, sorry, he is being punished for what he did. He's not, the ruling isn't about what he did. It's about the power that they've given to Goodell. And they just need to realise that this is what it's all about. The Supreme Court aren't going... No, Tom Brady, you don't deserve a four-game suspension. Of course he doesn't deserve a four-game suspension. He deflated a ball, or apparently deflated a ball, that didn't even matter to the game. Doesn't, that's not what it's for. It's about the power that they've all given Goodell that Tom Brady, unfortunately, now has to eat it. That's what it's all about. No court is going to overrule it because it's in the NFL constitution. All right, so all need you... out. Yeah. Needs just, to get out. Needs to get out. And all these dumb Patriots fans... Learn what it's about. It's You're done. He's going to miss four games. We're going to see Garoppolo. He'll be the next Tom Brady. He, Tom Brady will be Drew Bledsoe. He'll end up at the Cowboys for a year where he'll suck and be taken <laughs> over by the new Tony <laughs> Romo. And then you'll have your Jimmy Garoppolo era for the next 15 years, and you'll win four more Super Bowls. Okay? Because you're blessed. And that's the bottom line. Just get over it. They In that run,
0: they open by going to the Cardinals. Loss. Call that a loss. Then they host the Dolphins. Loss. Host the Texans loss. Oh come on! No,
1: nah, they'll beat the Dolphins. Texans will beat them. That who's, who's that defense? That'll that stop.
2: And then uh, they host the Bills.
1: So I, I can see them definite win one. I reckon they definitely win one of those four.
2: Yeah, I think I read somewhere if they go, if they go if they're two and two after being without Tom for the first four games, then they'll be happy. What
1: them. what you have to understand is Arizona. I can't see them winning that without Brady in Arizona. No way. No way. Miami and Buffalo, they're both division games. Yeah. So as I always say, Rich, you never know. You never, and the the Miami Dolphins, they're very prone to shit the bed. So they might just come and give them a touch up.
2: No, that's shit's fine, Rich. Being at home though, like, did you say those division games are both at? They are. They're both so, at home. So that, if
1: they were to lose them, you don't want to drop them. It hurts them because they're your you home division the games. You sh- yeah. You've got to win them. Yeah. And then Houston, God, if Houston are up and about, that defense was really good last year. If that offense with Lamar Miller and Osweiler gets going, like it, like I think it will, yep. this is a completely different Texans team. I, they could really be one and three. Yep. Now I can also see them beating Miami and Buffalo and just yep. taking care of business in those games. So they could be two and two. I mean, but got, that's best case scenario, I think.
0: And then when he comes back, they've got Cleveland, Cincinnati. Pittsburgh. What if Garoppolo's a
1: freak and they win all four? What if he goes into no, Arizona? No, he no. He goes into way. Arizona and no, says, "Honey no. Badger." Peterson, and just carves them up. Brady starts week four, five. Oh, absolutely does. Guaranteed. Oh, he will, but that'd be interesting to see what happened. But the other thing is, they've got one person that no one else has, and that's Gronkowski. And whether I'm throwing to him, Chris is throwing to him, Richie's (laughs) throwing to him, or Brady's throwing to him, or Jimmy Garoppolo, he's still Gronk. You throw it up, he will score touchdowns. So they've got that benefit. So I can see them winning a couple of it.
0: Very true. Coming up next, we've got our interview with Paul Manera. We're going local on the SEN NFL podcast. And joining us now from Gridiron Australia is Paul Manera, who's a bit of a caretaker head coach of this trip. Okay, Paul, how are you? Very well, thank you. Thanks very much for joining us, mate. Really quickly, the Australian team... Uh, or development squad is heading off to Tahiti next week for a couple of games. Can you tell us a little more about it?
3: Yeah, I guess um, we're heading over... um, uh, When do we leave? We leave on Thursday, the 21st, and uh, we're going to play two games over there. We're going to play the first game, I believe, is against Tahiti, and the second game is against American Samoa, which uh, is is a development team from American Samoa as well.
1: So what and, what, are, um, what what are you expecting from the trip in terms of you know it is it's a development role so is it yeah. kind of a way to scout some newer some, some newer bodies and see for the next championships is that the idea
3: yeah well look the the next world cup is in two thousand and nineteen so I mean our goal is to obviously to to keep the program going um, and bring new people in give them a chance to show us what they can do. Um, also be able, you know, for us to, um, you know, evaluate people and then, you know, kind of be able to project them three years from now to see if they, they are someone that, you know, has the potential to, to make it, you know, for, for the World Cup team. So we, we just don't want to just bring people in last minute. We'd like to be able to keep the process going instead of living from paycheck to paycheck, so to speak. Um, kind of have a bit of a, you know, a continuum between each four years.
1: Yeah, fair enough. And and what's the the competition like? Do you, do you know much about Tahiti and American Samoa?
3: Well, I know a lot about American Samoa. I know what they're capable of. Um, you know, they have they play high school football over there, and they've been playing high school football for a long time. Uh, they're very very strong and competitive team. Um, they're Under-19s, I think, lost to the USA 22-6 when they played them in the 2000 and... uh, I think it would have been 2012 World Cup. Um, That's how good they are. Plus, you know, per capita, American Samoa has more people playing in the NFL than anywhere else in the world. What's traditionally happened in American Samoa is usually um, at the end of high school, the kids either go on to play college football uh, or or they don't play, but they've started now playing uh, senior... Adult football um, in American Samoa. So, the the team that they will bring over would probably be a mix of people who are eighteen and over. Some of them would still be playing in their high school ranks, and some of them would be um, adults who are not playing high school football anymore and just playing uh, club football. Uh, but they're not bringing their top-notch team. They're they're bringing their development team as well. But based on their standard, I would say they're still very good.
1: Yes, fair enough. And and Tahiti haven't been involved for very long, I'm I'm led to believe. Uh, I'm not sure
3: exactly how long Tahiti's been playing football for, um, but in speaking to them recently, they said they have around 250 to 300 registered players, and they said most of their players, probably 50% of their players, have only been playing for a couple of years. Uh, But they do have... um, They are part of the French... Uh, Football Federation of France. Like, they have a strong affiliation with them. And I know that they have been, you know, getting help from the France Federation as well. Oh, that's good so, to I mean, it's not anyone we're going to take lightly, put it that way.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, uh, when James uh, heard... Because James is going on the trip, for people who are, who are listening... Um, when he heard they're playing American Samara as well, he's like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> they're all going to be big.
1: I couldn't imagine yeah. their nose tackle being a big guy, though. I don't think he's going to be that big.
0: I think he'll be, uh, I don't know, 6'4", <laughs> a couple hundred kgs, just push you around all day.
1: Yeah, look, that that, that that would mean that I've earned a starting spot, so if that's the case, I'll happily get my ass kicked by a big Samoan bloke.
0: <laughs> um, Paul, how many are you taking away on the trip?
3: I think we have uh, 37 players all up. In, in total, I think we've got a squad of 43 people, including the coaches. I mean, obviously, you know, it's user pays situation, so we can't always get, um, you know, a lot of people knocking down our door. In, in saying that, we didn't take everyone either. I mean, we we took people who we feel have a chance to show us something, you know, and if we could have taken more people, but we, we chose not to because it's really a, a development team, and we're looking for people who we feel, you know have an opportunity to, to, you know, um, show us what they can do in in four years' time. And, yeah, so it's not a huge squad. Um, We won't be as well-resourced as we have been, you know, like with the team that we took over to the World Cup. So there's a lot less people involved. Um, I think coaches, there's myself uh, on the offence. I'll be taking the O-line. then we have – I've got another young coach who's coming up to help quarterbacks by the name of Isaac Gonzalez. Um, And we have Scott Harding helping out with the receivers and Johnny Warren uh, helping out with the running backs.
1: Yeah, we we actually have Scott Harding on the program a few times. We've got a pretty good relationship with him. So I was pretty excited to hear that he was coming away. He's obviously had a a wealth of knowledge from Hawaii um, and a really good guy too. So it's very exciting that he's coming.
3: Yeah. No, it is good to have him on board, and you know it's it's great to get him involved in the program, and it's it's good to see people, you know, who have gone on to play college football coming back and giving back to the sport here in Australia, which is which is great to see, and hopefully, um, you know, more of that will come come about as more of these guys start coming back uh, to Australia after they finish their college careers. Then on defense, we've got Ben Walker, um, and who else we have? We have Frankie. I'm trying to think of his name now. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> Frankie, uh, I could say it before, but now I can't pronounce it now. But you, you just
0: got to hope he's not listening.
3: Queensland, he's going to be helping out with the defensive line. Um, and we also have, um, what's his name now? I'm trying to think of his name. He got injured playing for Western Australia. Uh, oh, um, for Donaldson. Yep. Yeah, he's going to be helping out as well. Um, with the DBs because of his injury, so also going to be probably leaning on um, uh, I can't remember anyone's name. So just got off the boat, the plane today. Uh, Connor Foley is going to be also helping out with the running backs as well. Um, He's not playing. Because, who Connor? Yeah, no, he is playing.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay, yeah, he is playing, but you know he'll also help out a little bit with the running backs as well. Um, you know, just because you know the way it comes about, you just can't. Click your fingers and have a full strength coaching staff there, you know, because of situation. But it is a user pay sport, so that you know we we are leaning on some of our outback players who went over to Ohio um, as well to help us out in that area as well. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting interesting trip. Um, we'll be practicing two and a half hours a day. I mean, we can only get the field for a certain amount of time. J- James
0: just, James has had a little heart attack over here. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours a day.
3: Hours. Yeah, no, if I had it my way, it would have been four.
1: I uh, love easy. training, so it won't bother me. I'm sucking up to the coach already. Yeah, yeah. How how many other centers are coming? Who have I got to knock off before I get there?
3: I don't know. If we're, I'm just trying to get into the depth chart now. I'm just trying to see where you are, James. On it. <laughs> Hang on. Going in there now. Unregistered. Scroll down a bit. Four. <laughs> I think we've got some guy playing center, then we've got a couple of wide receivers second and third string
1: centre. Then we've got you, Jamie. <laughs> Are you telling them I'm a receiver? Oh, I, I always knew I had the ability, Paul. Thanks for believing yeah. in me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Damn any of those things. Uh, actually, I've got a fight. Okay. Yeah, we're, t- we're taking about... Um, oh, I think we've got six offensive linemen. We had about eight, but a couple had to pull out. We've
1: got about 6 0 Lyman. I like those odds. Yeah. There's one one guy that's going to miss out.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to go on a depth chart too much. No, fair enough. Fair (laughs) enough. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be a huge squad, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, yeah, I guess the object is is to to develop players, also evaluate, develop, um, you know, give people an opportunity to get their foot in the program. I mean, some people might come into the program and feel like, geez, I'm not ready now, but at least I know I'm not ready and I know how far I've got to go to close the gap. So then they make that decision to go away from that Tahiti experience and then start working on their craft and see if that can be a better proposition, you know, for the situation in 2018. Because I imagine that um, we'll be playing in 2018 to qualify for the next World Cup. And uh, part of this... Tahiti Tour is not just about um, the development team. It's also about developing football in the Oceania region. I mean, for Australia to be strong, we need a strong Oceania. And, uh, you know, so we need New Zealand to be strong. We need Tahiti to be strong. We need American Samoa to be strong. Um, you know, there's also... The game is starting to grow in Tonga and also Samoa as well. Um, and, you know, with all the interest that's happening now with... Um, you know, the Polynesian Hall of Fame tour that was out here recently, plus also the University of Hawaii coming out here. Um, I I can see, you know, a lot more countries in Oceania actually starting to develop football. Don't be surprised if Fiji starts, you know, so... But anyway, I think it's important that we have a strong, you know, a really strong Oceania um, because we can 't always afford to jump on a plane and fly to Europe every time we want some competition right
0: yeah and I think I couldn 't agree more with you Paul I think having a, a stronger presence of the game in this area will obviously help Australia out a lot but it 'll help out the um, the entire region and when we go to those competitions like just recently with the under 19 World Cup you don 't want that shock to realize the difference between us and them is so great and Look yeah. at some of those scorelines, and it's not just us either. Some of the European teams discovered it as well. Um, that the difference in level is just massive, and with only a handful of countries playing in our region, as you mentioned, it is hard. It's expensive, and a long way to go. Yep to to get a game.
3: Yeah, no, it is, and you know, and so like in the well, I can't really call it the old the olden days. In, in recent times. Um, like, there was a time, I think it was 2003, they told us if we wanted to go to the World Cup, we had to beat um, New Zealand, then we had to fly to Japan and play Japan and beat them, and then if we beat them, then we would have gotten to go to the World Cup. Well, we just said, forget it. You know, yeah, you may as well support. not go. It's kind of logistics. Point. So what the plan is to do... in in probably 2018, is to play the Oceanic Championships. And right now, I would imagine that American Samoa, Tahiti, New Zealand and Australia will be at those championships. And then so, you know, like in Europe, they play the European Championship and the top three teams get to go to the World Cup. Well, in Oceania right now, you play the Oceanic Championships and then the top team from that Oceania Championship will get to go to the World Cup. Unless a team from Oceana is hosting then there'll be an opportunity for a second Oceana team to um, qualify that, it's not a guarantee but they'll get the chance to qualify Yeah, uh, meaning that yeah, we'd probably have to play someone from some other you know cetera, uh, region of the world and then if we if we won that game then we'd have a chance to, to qualify for the World Cup uh, yeah to go to the World Cup as well but you know usually as of right now we only have one spot
0: while we're talking about uh, larger things, I think probably a lot of people would be unaware, you know, IFAF, the governing body, has got mm-hmm. a bit of fracture and issues at the moment. Do you think that sort of stuff will be cleared up by the time we come to these sort of qualifying and, and tournaments in the next couple of years? Because there's well, some big
3: European nations
0: who, are, who aren't yeah. prepared to go to these things, Germany, for example.
3: mm. Yeah, look, I'm not really hundred percent sure on on what's gonna happen there, but I, I still think the games are gonna go ahead regardless of Germany's inclusion or exclusion. I mean I don't think anyone's excluding Germany. I think they're choosing to not be a part of what's transpired and and um and you know, my understanding was that the president resigned and then he said that he didn't resign and IFAF elected a new president, and then so there's a bit of a fraction there, but I, I know that um, you know, IFAF is still going ahead with its, all its tournaments. Like next year, we've got the Women's World Cup in 2017, and then in 2018, we'll be do, running the Junior World Cup again, and then in 2019, it'll be the, the Men's World Cup, because so, the, the juniors is every two years. So, you know, will it affect it? Yeah, of course it'll affect it, in, in the sense that, you know, whenever you can't get every country... Attending, but my understanding is it's only a handful of countries that are not in IFAF right now, or in or in the other side of IFAF. If you know what I mean, the the, the um I don't know IFAF two. If you want to call it. <laughs> IFAF stunt double, I don't know what you want to call it. But there's there's only about five or six countries in that.
1: Look. That before we let you go Paul I just wanted to I had a quick question for you now I've checked the weather in Tahiti it's pretty nice and it's a, yeah. it's around the Hawaii area now I assume I'm going to have plenty of downtime to sunbake and have a few beers and whatnot so I should just bring plenty of party clothes
3: yeah I don't know man if you
1: are spending time on the bench maybe You but...
3: <laughs> <laughs> give me that six lineman.
0: I'll be the six
1: lineman I'll I'll, I'll I'll be the fun guy
3: <laughs> You'll be the sixth guy. You can be instead of the twelfth man, you can be the sixth man, you can bring out the drinks and yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> if you haven't worked out yet, Paul, I am the funny guy, so just, just yeah, prepare yourself right, for that, mate. okay?
0: And don't yeah, no, take
3: anything he probably, says seriously. It's going to be it's going to be look, we'll have you know, we will have some time to do some cultural activities and that's part of the deal as well, that when we go over there it's not just football that uh, the guys will get a chance to experience a little bit of Tahiti and a little bit of their culture and I think um yeah, you know, through the invitation, that was a big part of them. They wanted us to make sure that we attended their cultural events, I guess, because, you know, obviously they're trying to develop the sport in their region and they want to make sure that when we come out there, uh, I guess we show our presence, um, you know, to the community as well. So, you know, and, and I'm looking forward to that. I think it'll be, it'd be a good little cultural experience. I've, I've never been to Tahiti and, uh, you know, but I, spending time in, in Hawaii, I'm, I'm sure that... Um, and, uh, you know, we'll we'll be in for some, for some nice hospitality while we're there as well. So it'll be good.
0: Fantastic, Paul. Thanks very much for your time. Good luck uh, next week and, and the week after while you're over there. Uh, Hopefully yep. you can come away with a couple of Ws. That'd be fantastic. We might get you back on uh, once you and James get back to Australia. we we'll do a little bit of a recap. Sure. Okay. Not a problem. Fantastic. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for your time, Paul. Bye-bye. Now we turn our attention to quarterbacks. Now we thought we had a tough time doing the uh defensive line list. Now I don't know how you guys went, but this was tough.
2: This was my toughest one. This it, was really It was hard. so tough for me I couldn't finish it, so I will uh just bag our lists. I'll just listen to your list and th- throw in some comments. I think three lists is too many anyway, so it's probably good we only
1: got two. Uh
0: James, give me your honourable mentions.
1: I have honourable mentions Drew Brees, boo. Derek Carr, yeah, me too. And Andy Dalton. Oh. Now, Drew Brees and Andy Dalton—they've stayed off for a couple of young guys who I think are going to really jump up this year. Yeah, and I think Drew Brees, I think, is going to drop off a little bit, and I just don't trust Andy Dalton yet. I'd love to put him on there, I just don't trust him. And Derek Carr—he needs to show me that jump, which I think he's going to have. He's going to show me that jump. But yeah, the, These guys are all in the top 15 in the NFL.
2: Jump, he had nearly 4,000 yards and 32 touchdowns last year, Derek Carr. Derek, how many interceptions did he throw? Oh, I didn't get to that. How many wins did he have? It was a few. Yeah, I know, but you're saying you want him to jump. How, I want, I, I I want mean, him to win more games. That's right. the bottom line. All right, all right. And it's not. All, I'm not saying it's it's his fault all the time. Yeah. His defense was pretty
1: average. But there were three or four games that he could have grabbed by the scruff of the neck and won it for him, and he didn't. And that's what I need to say from him. Yep. Yep.
0: Right. look, I had... Uh, Matty Ice, honourable mention, sorry mate, you couldn't make it in. Uh Tony Romo, same thing. Oh,
1: he's just in mine.
0: Don't don't oh, trust shit. Don't trust the injury.
2: Can't
1: trust
0: him. Um and I had Derek Carr as well. Yeah. Then they just couldn't make it in. So James, why don't you give
1: me your ten to six? Ten to six. Number ten, Tony Romo. Number nine, Homer. Blake Bortles. Number eight, Russell Wilson. Oh, snap. Number seven, Phillip Rivers. And number six, Ben Roethlisberger.
0: All right. Uh, let's start at 10, Romo. Look, I had him just out. You've clearly put him just in, being the massive homie it's, you it, are. It was
1: between him and Drew Brees. And it, to be honest, it's probably because I'm a Cowboys fan. It's and this is a is. Is guy that I've watched 100%. play probably 60, 70 games. And I can really appreciate what he does. I think when he came back from injury last year, other than the Carolina game, But when he played the first two games and when he came back against Miami, he's a different. He's can do a lot of things that guys can't do. If he's hurt, then yeah, I'm going to have to suck eggs on it. But if he's if he's healthy, if Ezekiel Elliott is what we think he is, and we can get that running game going, Cowboys could be anything. He could be anything, and it's because of him. And that's you take all those guys. I think he is the most important to the team. That's what I think. Maybe other than Tom Brady.
0: Yep. Okay. Uh, At nine, I'd Blake Bortles. I couldn't get him in. No. Uh, he when you look at his raw numbers, they're quite like they're good.
1: Yeah. This is the projected pick. But, I, I yeah. think he is going to blow up this it, year.
0: It is his show me his show me year. Yeah,
1: and they, there's a lot of talks that he's not very bright, that he struggles with playbook, uh, which is not, you know, it's a bit harsh, but that's the truth. When it comes to arm talent, he's probably if we were rating pure arm talent, he's probably in the top 3 or 4. He has got a cannon. He's athletic, he can run all the systems you need to run, he can throw on the run, he can run read option. I, I just think he's going to be a really, really good player this year and that's why I, I couldn't keep him off out of him and said he was kind of... My my nine and my ten and my honourable mentions were all kind of fighting together and I probably went a little bit homer with Romo and then I think Bortles got the biggest upside out of the rest of them and that was why I picked him.
0: At eight, you had Russell Wilson, so did I.
2: Who did you have at nine?
0: Uh, I had... Rivers. Rivers, we'll get to him. I know we're going to get Seven, to him. Right?
1: Yep. Um, so, you do you have 10, sorry?
0: I've Bridge. got Andrew Luck at 10. Oh, you really? said Drew Brees, didn't you? No, I got Drew Brees all the way up at 6.
1: You have Andrew Luck at 10. Yep. Why? No, actually, do you want to wait till we get to mine? We might have to wait a while, though.
0: All right, you've clearly got him really high.
1: Okay. Um, Let's discuss Russell the Love Muscle. That's his nickname. Other than him being an unbearable human being. I can't. Being. S- Oh, I can't either, and it's the same thing with Odell Beckham last week. I, I can't <laughs> stand him either, but I had to put him on where I feel he is. I, I put Russell
0: Wilson and and he had a run last year. I think it was about five games. Where 20, he was
1: 24 on one.
0: He was the best QB in the league. He looks so good. But there's other times where he kind of doesn't, and he it's does, the consistency for me that I had him low. If he played like that all the time, he'd be number one.
1: He does the most with the little. and he is and, little. That's what I mean, and, and give me all... <laughs> Richie's doing a small penis chest. No, right? I am not. Small man symptoms. <laughs> massive line. <clears throat> um, look, he's got... This is a guy out of college that no one really wanted. This is a guy when he finished playing Major League Baseball that apparently, according to him, no one wanted, um, which isn't true. He is obviously an extremely hard worker, but he's short. He has small hands. He's a good athlete. But he makes the most of a, not only a, in a physical state, but a, of a team. His best receiver is Doug Baldwin, who didn't, like, let's be honest, he was on rule mention, but only because of his stats. Yep. But no one thinks he's a top 10 um, wide receiver. Like, if it wasn't for last season, he'd be nothing. So, you know, he does a lot with a little. So it's interesting to see how he develops. I big, think he's good. He big, can run. Ch-
0: big change then this year, and Chris, with no running attack. Mm. Oh, sorry, that, that's horribly unfair. Rolls will be good. With... A questionable running attack, let's call it that. There's gonna be more pressure on him. Well,
2: I'm if, interested to see how he gels with Jimmy Graham. If as well. you don't have uh Marshawn Lynch, it's, you know, that's your backup plan out the window, isn't it? So Yeah. Um except when you're in Super Bowls and you need to win it on the one yard line. Well that's the, I mean, he's <laughs> always gonna be remembered for that one throw, isn't it? That yep. one interception. Um so I think the I think the coaching staff will be more remembered for not running it. That. Yeah, I know, but you don't know what was said in the in the, well, there in the was helmet. The, yeah, you know, I mean, he could yeah. have caught an, should have caught an audible out there and said, "Nah, look." I'm giving it to Lynch. I'm giving it to him. We're one. You know, I so. reckon
1: all eleven guys in that huddle when they called a pass and play went, "What?" Yeah, that's right. Why he's just run the whole field. Why don't we just let him finish it? Yeah.
2: There's so
0: many conspiracy theories. that didn't want him to be the hero and the champion. They didn't oh, have to yes. pay. Lynch.
1: by Marshawn Lynch. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, by Beast Mode. Either way, I think Russell Wilson is. He's solidified inside that that top ten. No, he
2: doesn't. He looks like looks after the ball. He only hit eight interceptions last year, seven the year before that, nine. So like he does. it's
1: so safe when he runs. The yep. guy who runs with it so often, so safe, never gets hit. Like if RG three could have learnt
2: to not oh. get hit,
1: like he did, RG three could have been the
2: better version of Russell yeah. Wilson. And, he's had nearly yeah. over five hundred rushing yards every yeah. year he's been yeah. in there. He, so, he's he's a gun
1: uh, and he's a he's a triple threat. Yep. So yep. definitely deserving. Who have no. you got? Who have you got? I'll say, give,
0: give me eight. your seven. I got
1: Philip Rivers.
0: Uh, I got Rivers at nine, so we can talk about him right now. He was a man running for his life last season, and I don't think they've done enough to address the O line. And I know they had some injuries as well, that he won't be running for his life again. I know he gets Keenan Allen back, which will obviously help him.
1: Maybe. God, I hope so. There's talks about him at the moment. He's he's not.
0: Well, my fantasy team is hinging on it, he so he better come back. He lacerated
1: his lung or something. Like, it's yeah. not something you just recover from.
2: Look, I, He got sacked 40 times. Yeah,
0: year. he was running for his life. I, I love Philip Rivers. He's angry. He yells at people. All he wants to do is win. In his entire life, all he wants to do is win football games.
2: He has nine children. And Have you noticed every off year, he has a good year, bad year, good year, bad year. It's relative to when he has children. I so think guys you like need that. to check his wife's mm. birthing status and if she's pregnant or giving birth, depending on what year he's going to have. You draft him in the in the fantasy team.
1: <laughs> Look, what what get, what I like about Philip Rivers is he does yeah, have slightly up and down years, but overall he's had a pretty consistent career. Uh, he's a guy for me that's flown completely under the radar. He gets oh, yeah. zero of the respect like Eli Manning does, who's from the same draft. Like we all have to people don't realize Philip Rivers was drafted number 1 sorry was drafted number 4 Eli Manning went number 1 to San Diego and they swapped because Eli yeah. Manning kicked up a fit didn't about having to, to play there. for San Diego. Philip Rivers didn't care, went, he sat behind Drew Brees for two seasons and then took over and then Drew Brees went on to to bigger and better things. But this is a guy who has been a good player for so long and I just think he needs a little bit more respect sometimes. Um, hence why I've got him on my, as my seventh. Arguing he's a
0: gun. The thing for me, I'm, I'm concerned he'll have or the team will have the issues that they had last year, and hence he's, no running game. Yeah, he's not going to put up the numbers and, and do the things Look, that we need to they have had him. Higher. Six
1: offensive line injuries last year. They were they were oh, they were as, destroyed. As I said, if they get those guys back and a couple of guys they, they lost drafted, receiving be weapons
0: fine. as well, and and the running game. Um, it didn't come on like they hoped. They put a draft pick into it. It didn't kind of pan out. Now, he well, might, I think he'll be okay. He might turn it around this year. I'm sure he probably will. N- but...
2: Nearly 4,800 yards last year too. So yeah.
0: we're uh, saying like- The thing he is had now though- that Better you, year. Like...
1: You, yeah, you talk about it like you had 4,800 yards or 4,000 yards. All of them do now. It's and if you're a starting quarterback that plays more than 14 games and you don't have 4,000 4, yards, <laughs> yeah. you've had a terrible year now in today's yeah. NFL. Yeah, and you know whether it's right or wrong, that is just the way it's evaluated. So it'd be interesting to see. All right, who we got next? Who do you have at six? At six, I had Ben Roethlisberger.
0: Well, I've got him at five. So let's talk about him there. Okay. When he's healthy, I think he's every bit as good as Palmer for downfield pinpoint accuracy. He throws that deep ball almost as good as um, Palmer does, and I think they're the best two in the NFL at throwing that deep ball. And he's got deep targets to
2: throw it to.
1: He's gone. Oh, he's, he's
2: really good. He's huge. He plays hurt. I think, Chris, before you mentioned toughness. Yeah, that's the first thing I wrote down about Big Ben. He's yeah. he's tough. You know, he, he played out the game and his nose was smashed all over yeah. his face that one game. So He's won
1: two Super Bowls. He
0: missed uh, a couple last year. A couple of, not yeah. Super
2: Bowls,
1: he missed, games. He missed but, yeah, he with a couple with, games, a, so, with yeah. a broken bone in his ankle that he played to on before they could actually stop him from playing. Yeah. Like, this guy, he's, yeah, he, toughness is a is a great description, Chris. That's just exactly what he is. He, you know what you're going to get out of him, and you know he's going to give you 100%. He has been on a team that's had a really good defense for a long time. Then the, the switch has kind of flicked, and now it's turned into a dominant offense, and the only common denominator is him. And it's fantastic. And, you know, he has very good receivers, or he, he did last year, but he's got Antonio Brown this year. I think he's going to have another really good year yeah. if he can
2: stay healthy. I mean, he had nearly 4,000 yards, 12 games. The year before, he had nearly 5,000. So if he plays 16 games with those receivers. Last uh, year, at
1: one point, he was on race for MVP.
2: Yep.
1: So, look, it's it's, it's pretty good. Now, Richie, I just want to bring up a comment last week. You said that Matt Ryan was closer to Ben Roethlisberger than what you think. When you sat down and went through it, you obviously realized, no, he wasn't. Mm. Matt Uh, Ryan and Roethlisberger have a pretty big gap between them.
0: Well, there's six in my list.
1: That's a pretty big game. I had
0: Roethlisberger at five, I had Ryan at twelve.
1: Yeah. That's, seven. That's a big game. Whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, there's some more good players out there.
1: Okay, so who out of the okay. your bottom five have you missed?
0: Well you had two honourable mentions who I had on the list. Andy Dalton I had at seven. Um he was completely railroaded by a thumb injury last year. He yep. had made such massive strides. He looked like a different player. I well we I'm constantly banking. said if,
1: if he's not hurt, they probably win a Super Bowl. Yep.
0: I'm banking on the fact. That we get that Andy Dalton for the rest of his career, and that wasn't a flash in the pan. I could be so wrong on that. But yeah, and that's a plays- thing. And I,
1: yeah, I, I sat there and thought about that as well, and I leant towards. I just don't think we're going to get. That. I think he'll be good. I think he'll be better than he was before that season. But I don't. I think that was his once in a lifetime season. Much like Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins had. a He's never going to duplicate that. Now, I could. I could eat humble pie. I have no idea. But right now, that's kind of what, what, what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean... Who else? You had Drew, you had Drew Brees on the, there. Yeah,
0: the other the other one was Drew Brees. Um, I've had a soft spot for him for a long, long time. And I know he's old, but even last year, all the struggles the Saints had, he put up big, big numbers. He is a outstanding football brain. He knows exactly what's going on. His body hasn't completely given up. He's a pocket passer anyway. He has had no arm drop-off. That you can really see, like he, he can't throw massive bombs, but he, that was never his deal. No, so
1: he's a syst- he's a very good system guy. He runs systems, and he's really in well. the
0: same system, the, so I expect I a similar it's his output. system. You know, isn't yeah, really a, well,
1: yeah. And you know. him and Sean Payton have a pretty good relationship yeah. in that regard. I honestly, the, the only issue I have with Drew Brees is that I just think he's a bit of a stat hog. I think his stats are always better than what he is, except for when they won Super Bowls. When he was when they were winning Super Bowls when he was in his prime. Yes, I think now he just racks up a lot of numbers. That's what I think, um, and that's why. And in saying that, I only just had him off my top ten. I just don't think he's as good as what he was, and I think it'll start to decline now at 38 or whatever 37, it is. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and look, that's a fair call. And as I said, it, it's probably something because I've had. But one of such us, one of us are going to absolutely
1: have to eat humble pie next oh, season. Yeah, no doubt. If he's outstanding, I'm going to have to go. Yeah, I, I got it wrong, and that's the bottom line. And I'm prepared. With quarterbacks, you just
2: have to be prepared yeah. to do it. Well, he hasn't thrown under four thousand yards since two thousand five. No, I don't so, think he will. Kept, you know, so in,
0: in that offense. I think he'll do that again. No. Uh, why don't you give me now your five? Go down to two.
1: Okay, I have. I've lost my computer, just so everyone knows it's died on me. But I know it anyway. Geez, you have some problems with your computer. I know computer. It's, it's done. I need a new one. My wife won't let me get one. She's been real mean about it. Um, so I've got Carson Palmer at five.
0: Way. Way too low, too low. He's a gun. I he's, got him at he's two. The fifth
1: quarterback. You're a moron. I have him at five. I have Tom Brady at four.
0: I had him at three. I won't argue with him. I have,
1: yeah, Tom Brady at four. I have. Oh, I can't remember my three. This is. Oh, I have Andrew radio. Luck at three. Okay. Andrew Luck at three. Okay. Then I'm not giving my one and two, am I?
0: You can give me your two.
1: Cam Newton kind of gives
0: it away. You got Cam Newton at two.
1: Yeah. Guess who I have at one?
0: (laughs) Aaron Rodgers. Yes, me too. Snap. We won't have to argue about that one. My five down to one. Ben Roethlisberger. I got Cam Newton at four. I got Brady at three. I got Carson Palmer at two. I got Aaron Rodgers at one. Um, Where do you want to start, Cam Newton?
1: Yeah, I'm happy with that.
0: There's plenty of people who'd argue with both of us about where he is.
1: I think when I looked at it, I looked at Aaron Rodgers is the best passer in the league by far, best arm, best quarterback. But Cam Newton can do things that no one else in that top five can do. He's the he's bigger than Aaron Rodgers. He's got a bigger arm. He doesn't throw the ball as well. But then also he moves like Russell Wilson and he's successful. He moves better six. than Russell Wilson. He's big, he's strong. This guy he's the reigning MVP. Look, I, I just have to give credit when credit's due. And this is a guy that in that system that he's running right now, he is just so unstoppable. And that's just the on and one. They went fifteen and one. Like fifteen and one they went. They should have won a Super Bowl. If it wasn't for Von Miller destroying his offensive line, which just let me remind you that that was an underside of them in the off season, maybe don't sign all these D backs when you need no lineman. But this this is the thing; he, they should have won a Super Bowl. They were by far the best team last year, so and he was the architect of all of that. And I just
2: had to respect that and put him at number two.
0: Yeah, I think Chris; like he doesn't look out of place when he stands next to D
2: No, he's yeah, he is massive. Did you play Carolina when you were over there? Yep.
1: Was he there then? In a, were you two thousand and ten or eleven? Was ten, yeah. He was drafted in eleven. He would have been the year yeah, after. The year after, yeah. Yeah,
2: okay. Um, but I mean, I, I've got you know, he's got a strong arm. Obviously, he, in the box, out of the box, you know, you 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 bring out all these DBs and cover the. He uh, runs through them, all. and then he'll just run. Yeah, you know, or you you bring in the. More plays in the box, and then he'll throw to the one-on-ones on the outside. Yeah, um, and he gets Calvin Benjamin back this yeah. year. Which he's, is huge. He had ten rushing touchdowns himself yeah. last year. You know, So what it, I'd
0: love is how many rushes would he have had for first downs? Oh, because I think the amount of times that he could drop back, up? run it's a little QB draw tons. or something like that—that's yeah. what makes his running ability is what makes him the league's most unique quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. There's no two ways. About no it, guy
1: but. has translated that game from college like he has. Yeah. Yeah. Now Michael Vick maybe early, but he was small.
0: Oh, he's tiny. Yeah, in he could not
1: run through guys like Cameron. It's like hitting an offensive lineman. It's yeah, unbelievable. It that
0: yeah. the, the other thing that really about Cameron is his throwing platform is anything. Yep, like he doesn't need his feet under him. He can throw it from here. Now all his accuracy arm. isn't brilliant. No, and it's probably the biggest knock on his game. And he he didn't start the season great last year. Like no, when he was they were undefeated, terrible. we were talking about. They're all. He's having good fourth quarters, but he's not playing well. No,
1: but he turned he, it on late.
0: Oh, yeah. Like he shut both of us up. I yeah, mean, exactly. We, we were talking. He wasn't. You know, maybe Chris can jump on his bandwagon for next year, so we don't look so stupid. Yeah, we we, we, we hated. Him.
1: <laughs> we <were not laughs> well, in, in our well defence, though, I think we hated more the hubris surrounding him than him himself. He just carries on a bit too much for my liking.
2: I mean, yeah, he's just a, he's just a young professional. He's yeah. got a, he's learning the things, you know. Yeah. And I think he's he, he's admitted that. With you some saw the, it after the Super Bowl, he was terrible after that. I mean, early on when he, you know, he was putting the towel over his head. You know, he got he got crucified about that. So he's just learning. He's a competitor as well, and he, he just he hates losing, yeah, and he, he
1: doesn't handle it well. And as he said, which it's hard to argue with. I don't want a guy on my team that handles losing well.
2: Well, you don't want to lose, do you? Yeah, exactly. So, like,
1: that's just yeah. the bottom line. So, definitely. Uh, who, do you want to talk about Carson Palmer, who I had at five? Do you honestly have him at two? Yes. Just give me. You didn't give me your top five. Well, Who's, who's your top? Oh, no, you did two. I did. You did. Carson Palmer at two. Mm. At two.
0: He's so good.
1: So, you're saying right now you'll have Carson Palmer over Andrew Luck, Tom Brady, the, only Aaron Rodgers you have over
0: 2016? 100%.
1: You're mental. No, how old is he? I don't care. Seven or something. You're
0: mental. This year he was so good last year. Yeah, and
1: then he got hurt, and that's I understand He'd that. But hurt
0: last year he was fine. Nah, playoffs, he was hurt. But I expect him to, because of how good that team is. Mm-hmm. He's going to look just like last year. He's going to look. Oh, I'm sure he'll be fantastic. good. Yeah, look, and for 2016, I'll take that. Give it
1: to me. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I, like he's he's obviously this is a, he was the number one pick. Many years ago, I think two thousand three to, Cincinnati's. to yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, it, it had to be about then. There was a real lull in the you know around his thirties where he got traded to the Raiders, didn't work out well. At the Greatest Raiders. trade of all time. The oh, Raiders declared. Yeah, what well, by the Raiders? They yes. got a first round pick for they guy he never it. played for him. Yeah, but his arm talent is undeniable. He's incredibly smart. And, you know, from watching this all or nothing on the Arizona Cardinals, good guy too. Yeah. Brings everyone together. They play these games and that. I would want him to
0: be my friend. Yeah.
1: They dress like idiots and stuff. And that, you know, that's what I like. That's great. Uh, uh,
0: And as you said, we we could all be sitting here come week five and I could look like an idiot on this one. Oh, I don't
1: don't think you will. I think you'll be good. I just... It's so hard to take... I'm way more concerned
0: about luck that it might take... Well, let's discuss this Andrew here. It might take this year for him to get right. Because I guarantee you, every game he played last year, which was six, seven, Chris, if you got it there, I, think um, seven, I, think. I reckon he was hurt in every single one of so them. So do I. And seven games. Seven yep. Games. The offseason might get, might get him right, but it might not. And I'm super concerned it'll take this season for him to get right. Come next year when we do this list again, I won't have him all the way up there. But just, he was really hurt, and he really struggled.
1: I'd just be so willing to take His that risk. His accuracy
0: was not good.
1: I was just so willing to
2: take that risk on him. Yeah, right, which is When fine. he is right, he's so good. 15 touchdowns in seven games. And if he played a couple injured as well, uh, yeah. Well, as I said, I reckon he was injured for all He of
1: them. won you... them a game against Denver on that run where he got... That's what he got hurt. Yeah, when he punctured his up. lung or something, yeah. and then he played the rest of the game. Like, like he played the last two minutes. Injury, yeah. yeah, and like, he's tough. He's fast. He's arm. He's, he's... got the uh, uh, him and Aaron Rodgers' arm talent. Aaron Rodgers just gets him on consistency over the for a longer period. But it's up there. They're, they're, there's not much between them.
2: Yeah. If if he has a good year this year, I reckon he'll be top three for yeah. and stays healthy, he'll be top three quarterbacks in the league for years. Yeah. many yeah. Oh, years
0: to come. He could be number one. He should yeah. be number one.
1: Yeah, I, I think, think he will develop
2: 140 million reasons why he Yeah, be very true. <laughs> <Exactly>.
0: <laughs> very, very true. Right, I'd have to
1: discuss Tommy. Tom
0: Brady. Um, you can't leave him out if you're top three. He's just a winner. Is...
1: Well, I got him at four.
0: He... Okay, well, you can't admit top three then. He's... But it, it, it's... he's just a winner. He's so good. The, the, biggest thing, the Patriots are one of the few teams who run the timing routes and the reads and where all the receivers have to be on the same page mm-hmm. as the quarterback. They're one of the few that do it.
1: And they do it very well.
0: And they do it better than him. he builds chemistry with guys you've never heard of.
1: And they had no offensive line last year. They, were, I would go as far to say they had more offensive line problems than San Diego last year oh, on injuries. It could aligned, be a tie. Yeah. At one point, they had their third string center and guard starting, and they, sorry, they had their third string tackle starting because their second string had to go to the other guard spot to fill in there. They had something. They had three undrafted rookies starting on the offensive line for five games last year, and Tom Brady just got the ball that quick. I remember watching. You were at the Patriot, the Patriots Cowboys game, Rich. I was. Where Greg Hardy was just annihilating him in the first half, and then at halftime they just went, "We're going to yeah. throw the ball within three steps so every single adjustment. time." He did not
0: even get a hurry for the nah, rest of that game because he just got rid of the
1: ball so quick and yep. just, and it was there every time. And I mean,
0: it helps having arguably the best coaching group.
1: Yep. And Gronkowski. And Gronkowski. Yeah, Gronk every like, every, everyone so, says, oh, he does the most with the little. Now, he had Randy Moss for a few years uh, where they were very, very good. And he has Rob Gronkowski, who is uh, like he's the best tight end ever. If you no take, one's ever been as, good, as dominant as him at tight end.
0: Here's a question I always ask who, who, who go with those kind of lines for Brady. How many Hall of Famers have been on the offense with him over his entire career? Uh, There'll be
1: two. Randy Moss. It'll be Randy Moss Gronkowski. and it'll be Gronk. That's it. It won't be another running,
0: one. Running backs, nope. Uh who is the former Cincinnati running back?
1: Was it Dylan? Corey, Corey
0: Dillon. Corey maybe Dillon might,
1: maybe, maybe. In, but it was yeah. that maybe was in, in maybe in a down career. Career. Yeah, look, uh, look. This is you, you're probably right, but like they've had a very good. Op- this is a team that knows how to build. They've always had a good offensive line. They always put resources into the offensive line to protect him.
0: They get the most with the least.
1: They do. They absolutely do. And like Julian Edelman, he's a prime example. This Anywhere is a guy else, that wouldn't be anything. He wouldn't even make a team. Like, uh, he's, that's silly, but oh no, be he, a might. Star. He, he might. he no, might. he wouldn't be a starter though. He certainly wouldn't have the success he's had without Tom Brady. And yeah, you know, he's a pest. And bought a house, two houses down from him, and so Do they can. Really? Tr- oh yeah, he's an absolute <laughs> pest. Like I'm sure Tom Brady likes him, but it's just that's just a pesty guy. Well,
0: well, I was buying a house down the road from Chris's house, so we can hang out more.
1: I'd love to hang out with
2: Chris more. <laughs> Stop great cutting guy. him off then. No, I you guys. Agree. Let's go. Let's just live together. Why don't we just a house?
1: Yeah, Can get, we live in here? Pick your
0: kids out. Yeah. We'll take their rooms.
1: <laughs> they, they, no, sure, Chris. I'm not calling you dad. Okay, I don't care what you're you say. You have to. If you're you under my roof. <laughs> you have to. The rules are about to get
0: pretty loose. Uh, who will be missing? Is just Rogers. Just Rogers.
1: Uh, what we've probably said all we need to say. Just start the man crush. Yeah. Well, he, Chris actually knows him personally, it, mate.
2: He's just off the field, like I said. you said the other week, he's just a. Jet off the field, and then I mean his on-field stuff is amazing. He's just a nice bloke. He, I don't, I don't think I've ever met anyone that can almost see things happening before they happen. Yeah, and and I think he takes that out on the field. I play, we were playing cards with him, and he knew what I was doing before I knew what I was doing, and we weren't on the same team. Incredibly yeah. intelligent. Oh, just smart. Knows what's going on, and gets the group together and they all like him and he has that chemistry with his players. And
1: t- talking about a guy who does a lot with, with a little, how many Hall of Famers he's got in his team?
2: Yeah, good question.
1: Like, like, let's be honest. Greg Jennings was probably the best receiver at to this point and Jordy Nelson. Now, Jordy Nelson might be a Hall of Famer. And he's got plenty of
0: career to go as long as the knee comes back good.
1: But yeah, there, there's no saying, and I think we discussed Jordy Nelson last week in the receivers, that this is a guy who's... And, and in the scheme of the NFL, is an average athlete that gets by on being exceptionally hardworking and in tune with his quarterback. And that's much like Julian Edelman and the Patriots. Yeah, Sneaky
0: fast. Actually, both Sneak those guys. Yes, and fast. I was going
1: to say, Aaron Rodgers, an underrated athlete. He is so far If he went to a read option system, he could run it no problem.
0: Uh, and speaking of throwing platforms... oh. His has been... And he's a winner. Those Hail Marys last year... Oh, don't
1: even stop.
0: How, how's, the, how's the radio guys?
1: Oh, my God. He's done it again. Yeah. Like, it was, it was because, insane. Do you know why? Because no one thought he could throw it that far. So, all the defense relaxed going, he can't get it to this guy. Right. And then as soon as it came out of his hand, you just watched them. They're like, oh, my God. you This is going over us. How the hell is he doing? He, ra- he rainbowed one. <laughs> I, I, so I honestly high. believe if he can notch himself a couple more Super Bowls and... Last year, I think they were jibbed. I think if Jordy Nelson's healthy last year, they're right in it. Uh, if he can get himself two or three, he's got a lot of football left. He's, he's 30 years old. He's probably got 10, 12 years of football left with a guy with that ability. Um, if he can not, He's going to really push Tom Brady for one of the best ever. Yeah, That's I my honest so. opinion.
2: And he's, he had that run um, of, what, 400 passes at home yeah. without an interception and it uh, got
1: ended by a dropped reception a, a dropped dro- catch yeah, that was, went to a yeah, cornerback yeah, so it, it still technically hasn't ended
2: only had it, eight interceptions and he got sacked 46 times terrible last offensive year, line you know mm-hmm. so mate he's just a, he's got the arm it's a cannon i've seen him at practice and he's just throwing the ball into a little basket you know 60 yards away like it's nothing like he's just yeah, he'll go down as one of the best ever. Yeah, I think so. And, and, He's yeah, special. And Absolutely definitely
1: special. Uh, like I know the NFL top 100 had him at 20 or something yeah, and the ridiculous. fourth quarterback. Yeah, stupid. Bull crap. He yeah. is the best quarterback in the NFL, and I reckon if you ask Tom Brady and Cam Newton and all that and they honestly give you an answer, they'd probably say the same thing.
0: Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Now, a little bit of housekeeping. James mentioned earlier, you'll be off to Tahiti for a couple of weeks. So I will be. Good luck, mate. I hope no big bad Samoan makes you his daddy.
1: I'm sure um, he will. And you know what? If he does, I'll, I'll, I'll be his daddy. <laughs> I'll be his son. He can do what he wants.
0: <laughs> good luck. You, uh, I, hope, I hope it goes really well. hope that uh, Aussie shirt looks good on you. Um, and it's just the start of a long career with that squad. Um, so there'll be no, no James in the uh, studio hijacking the podcast next week, Chris. So it's just you <laughs> and me. So uh, I have
2: to do some more research and no, so look, I'm some, still going to do a list. Content.
0: Yeah, look, we'll try and. Um,
2: I think we should do offensive line next week. Yeah, give us a hard one. Um, don't you want to be here when that gets talked about? Because yeah, probably. You yeah, probably. we we'll the best we'll, we'll, center in the room. We'll pick a. You spot. told me that. Oh, I don't
0: know. <laughs>
1: <You, laughs> no, nah, yeah, I am. You told yeah. me that. Yeah, you got yeah a, probably. I'm. Got good feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so
0: we'll try and dial you in. Um, it'll be about nine o'clock at.
1: See so, how we go. I might be in the middle of training as Paul Menares yeah, said before. Yeah, he was mean I'm to you. I'm so. pretty sure
2: you'll be by the pool with the coconut oil. <laughs> <laughs> on you, what making. I want to do
1: is I want to get there and develop and make someone my bitch. And then like, it's kind of like prison. you got to just develop. you got to get someone and take control of them and they oil your back for you every day. I, I, I assume it's like prison.
0: Hmm. Sounds very heterosexual of you
1: are, James. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll miss you, boys. I'm definitely looking forward to getting out of the cold winter yeah. in Melbourne.
0: We'll try and get you on the phone to uh, to get you in. So that brings us to the end of today's show. Uh, thanks for downloading the SEN NFL podcast. You can follow James on Twitter at Jathit. 6594 might be worth doing that this week before he heads off to Tahiti you can follow Chris at chrisbryan 82 and you can follow me at richard03 until next week for JA for Chris even for little Chris Tyler who stuck his head in now he's out doing real work on the live air Uh, it was good to have him back in the studio I'm Richard thanks for downloading thanks for
3: listening to the SEN NFL podcast for more SEN America podcasts head to sen.com.au to keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SEN America.
1: Richie's been again, and then he's going to get some anal.